Revolutionary.org, episode 539 coming your way. Today we have a fun one. We have funny and shocking gym stories. We've heard a lot of stories, Mobster and I, over the years. We've heard stories online. We've heard stories from forums. We've had personal experiences. So this one, we're going to talk about some funny ones, some shocking ones, some really, really disgusting ones. Because, um, you know, sometimes in gyms, you know, when especially when you're in the locker room, you see things that uh, you don't want to see. So I'll start Mobster off uh, with, with your first story, Mobster. Why don't you hit us with a good story to start us off? So this was... This was funny for the guys in the gym. And I've actually had this happen to me, but seeing it with someone else was even funnier. So, guys, you know that a lot of pre-workouts contain products, ingredients, especially that make you feel that the product pre-workout is working. One of those ingredients is beta-aniline. Beta-aniline actually is like a little bit like creatine and you get one to two extra reps, which is why it's in pre-workout products. But the tingle is that I can feel the product working. And the tingle is called paraphysia. So... What happened, there was a product over here called TNT, and it looks like this little short stick of dynamite. And it's actually like a, 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 a the pre-workout drink, pre-mix, 300 milligrams of caffeine, beta-aniline. And one of the lads at the gym, who's kind of sweet at the same time, as he's quite a good cricket coach or whatever else, he's not used this product. And he takes the full shot, which you don't need to. You can drink a half shot or even a quarter shot if you're not used to it. And he hasn't got no idea. And, of course, I think it was the guys, maybe myself included, go on, yeah, take the full shot, it's hardcore, all that kind of bullshit. And then he starts... Um... But, yeah, he, he starts freaking out, guys. And I think it didn't help that the rest of us were laughing our heads off. And he's running up and down. I mean, literally running up and down the side of the gym, rubbing his face, going, I don't like it. I don't like it. Which just made us laugh more, Steve. It was one of those, you know he's not going to die. <laughs> it won't kill you. But he is freaking out. And that just, it's a bunch of guys in the gym used to joshing each other. Well, so you just know that we're not helping. We're not trying to calm him down. And he's running up and down like a little kid. That's just like first sweetie ever. He's going hyper. And it just... It was just for us the funniest fucking thing we'd seen all day, Steve. We just thought it was, oh, you'll be okay in a minute, man. So, yeah, it was one of those weird situations. And I've actually, I had actually had made the big mistake myself back in the day with my supplement company. I hadn't looked up this ingredient. I hadn't looked up to see what happens when you take it. I knew that you got a boost in the gym. And I had the same thing, but I didn't freak out. And fortunately for me, I was in front of a computer. I was able to Google very, very quickly what happens, realize it, it only lasts 10 to 20 minutes and it eases off. And then you're going to go to the gym and do what you've got to do, Steve. But if you wasn't used to it, and if, especially if he was this particular young fella, he was full on freaking out, running up and down, borderline panic mode. And of course, us guys just, we weren't helping. We were full on like <laughs> laughing our heads off and kind of almost pointing at them and whatever else. So yeah, yeah back to you, man. All right, so <clears throat> next one we're going to talk about is some of the things that we see you know, in the locker rooms, in the uh, steam rooms, all the stuff in gyms. And I, I swear, I've always said this on the forum, officer. I've always said that when you walk into a gym and when you walk into a locker room, the IQ of people drops. 10 points, 20 points. I don't know how much it is, but it drops because yeah. people do the dumbest things in the gym. And I don't know what it is. It's like something... You know, it's I, I don't know what it is, but there's been stories, all kinds of stories over the years, stories that we've seen 
Um, people, for some reason, they choose to go to the gym and throw up everywhere in the gym or take take a big dump in the gym, diarrhea, all this stuff. Why can't you just do that at home? Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not just do it at home? Why do you have to take a number two in the gym, locker room? Like, literally, you're there less than an hour, right? The typical workout is about 45 minutes. That's the average workout. So you're there for 40 minutes. You're telling me you can't go 45 minutes when I'm taking a dump? doesn't make any sense to me. Never has. Public bathrooms. I avoid locker rooms like crazy, but I've seen some of the craziest things. I've, I've walked in locker rooms and seen guys using hair dryers to dry their balls after a shower. I've seen yeah, yeah, guys yeah. go into the bathroom and just fucking butt ass naked walking around the locker room socializing with people. It's like, dude, like have some decency, bro. Like put a fucking <laughs> towel on or something. I've seen people. I've I, I've seen so much disgusting things that I, I'm scared to even like go into a, a gym locker room these days. Like I, I avoid it. Like I'll if I have to lock something up, I'm putting keep it in my car. I'm not gonna lock it up in the gym. One of the stories that I read online was of a woman who was working in the gym, you know, like she was the person who goes around, cleans machines, you know, cleans the bathroom, stuff like that. Well, she took it upon herself to build a nice little business for herself on the side. And her business was blowjobs in the steam room. So people would walk into the steam room and she'd be giving someone a blowjob in the steam room. So there is some wild and ridiculous things that happen in, in gyms. So my steam room story is a little, little disgusting and a little funny. Uh, I have a buddy of mine and, when we go work out, he always insists either he wants to go into the sauna or the steam room or in the pool or something. I don't know what it is. Like he has this in his head that he has to like warm his muscles up and, and that helps him in the gym, lift more weights and feel he for, feels more relaxed. I don't know what it is, but we went to his gym and he's like, you know, Steve, let's go to the steam room just for five minutes. Let me warm up my muscles. So I'm like, okay, fine. All right, I'll go with you to the steam room. So we walk into the steam room and I'm expecting it just to be me and him. And we're both in our shorts and, you know, we have a towel under us and it's nice. And, you know, and we're, we're after five minutes, we leave, you know, but I walk in there and there's a bunch of fucking 12 or 15 old ass wrinkly dudes, but naked. And the only thing they got under them is like a tiny ass towel. So they're sweating all over the fucking steam room. I go to sit down, and as soon as I sit down, it's like a puddle of sweat that I'm sitting in. It was the most disgusting thing. Like, I've one of the most disgusting things I've experienced. Two days later, I end up getting like a cold or a fever, and I basically got sick. And I think it was from that. I think it was just being exposed to a bunch of old, sweaty men in a fucking sauna in a fucking steam room. So you won't find me going into a steam room or a sauna ever again. That's disgusting. One of the other weird things that I've seen in a sauna was a guy going to the sauna, take his bottled water and dump it on top of the coals in the sauna. Because like, I guess it caused more steam to come out. So I, I so it's just like, there's always like some, someone doing like really, really dumb things like in these places. So I just, I just avoid me personally. So. Go ahead, mobster. What's your yeah, next? Yeah, I mean, so we'll we'll do a serious one, which is this kind of shocking one, guys, and then we'll tell you some other funny ones. So it's not like full on horrible or whatever else, right? So some of you might recall this particular incident. It 
went the rounds very, very, very quickly on uh, Facebook and on uh, YouTube, etc., etc. And it was on the news in the particular country where it happened. And we still see stuff like this nasty. Sometimes, I mean, there's a bunch of amusing videos. We know people doing silly things in a gym. I think there's a, 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 a page called Gym Frackery. It has that specific kind of stuff on. This particular one was proper, full-on serious. So I think it was, I'm going to say Brazil, but I, I know for sure it was South America. And it ended up doing the rounds all over the world. And what it is, is they've got a CCTV, closed-circuit camera, set up in a gym to look on the gym floor, and the camera's kind of uh, looking to the left. There's a Smith machine and there's an instructor. And then there's a, he's to the left-hand side of the machine. And just behind the bench, which is set up underneath the bar on the Smith machine, is this woman and her daughter, the way the story was told. And you can find this video if you want to see it. Not that you probably don't really. Um, and she says something to the gym instructor, and I believe the story was that he said it's like four plates a side, because that's what's on the machine. So that's 160 kilograms, which very quickly is 352 pounds. And she looks like a fit mama milf. She's, she, but she's not big or muscular. She's just kind of fit looking. And the daughter's just like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 year age, something like that. So this was not someone that's going to do 160 kilos, 352 pounds squat. And uh, some machines are counterbalanced. So you're lifting the bar as well as the weights or you're just lifting the weights. And I believe the PT is supposed to say something to her like, you know, it's this amount of weight. You should be very, very careful. And then he turns away, but he's still nearby, but he's not looking at what's going on. And she gets under the bar with no warm-up, Steve, and folds up like a pretzel. And unfortunately, as she folds up, She's ended up face down with her chest and her stomach and her hips still on the bench. There's no, some Smith machines have got little safety things you can so it goes down to depth and it will stop with on the springs and it, but that's not what's happened here. And the bar is right across her neck and she is killed, we believe, more or less instantaneously. It broke her neck and killed her straight away. Uh, if you watch the full video, because there's shorter versions of that and that kind of is where some of the videos end. There are people running over and they're grabbing their plates. And because there's no sound, you can only assume that the young girl, the daughter's screaming and the PC is yanking plates off one side, people are yanking the plates off the other side. And it's one of those kind of stories in any other situation would be funny or comical or whatever else. If you set the safeties, like I said, there's little leverage you can put at the bottom of Smith machine and other stuff like a leg presses or whatever else, where there is always been in the gym a potential for harm or danger or whatever else. But for the most part, 99.9% .9 of these stories are all going to be what the fuck was that idiot doing? They've hurt themselves, but they've learned a valuable lesson and, you know, they changed the policy of the gym. But every so often, someone's got killed on a bench press. And in this particular example, there is straightforward actual video of her getting killed using a Smith machine on camera. So, yeah, that's the shocking one. It's not, unfortunately, because Steve and I have been around the game a long time, the only one. There will be stories about injuries and biceps getting torn and all the rest of that kind of stuff. But this is probably, in the last two or three years, the biggest one to do the rounds on something that absolutely did not need to happen. If the, she'd have listened to the instruction, she'd have realised that that is a shitload of weight, uh, followed what she was supposed to do, put the safeties in, whatever. So, yeah, you can find it out there, guys. So 100% shocking. But like I said, guys, we're not going to keep this super dark. We're going to do light. And crazy and lessons we've learned 
and mistakes that we've made. So yeah, back to you, Steve, for another one. Yeah, That's so I mean, yeah, people think Smith machines are safe and all this, but 24-hour gyms that have Smith machines, they found people the next morning dead. You know, they walked in there and they'd be still people working in the gym. They just don't know because they're on the other side of the gym. So got to be careful with those damn Smith machines. They're not they're not as safe as people think. So I have a couple stories um, um, of fights and arguments that I've gotten in. So um, if you guys want to learn a little bit about Steve and what peeves me and these couple situations, I think in both instances, I could have handled them better. But so the first instance was um, I was working at a meathead, working out on a meathead gym. And when I went and signed up, I specifically asked the guy, I was like, I was really one of the reasons I signed up at this gym. They have a nice mat area where you can do cleans, you can do clean and jerks, you can do mil you know, military standing, military presses. And then on the way down, you know, I'm not saying that you can take the weight and just slam it to the ground. But look, if you're trying to push really, really heavy weight. And, you know, you can really push yourself a little bit on cleans and cleans and jerks where if you fail on a rep, you know, the weight can come down. But there's a, a nice thick mat there and there's rubber weight. So you're not breaking anything. Um, so one day, you know, I, I was working, at the gym, working out of that gym for a year and a half. I mean, and nobody ever bothered me. Like nobody had an issue with me um, doing clean and jerks. And then when I get back down and I kind of bring the, the weight back to like my chest, I will, I will carefully drop the, you know, drop the rubber weights and the bar back down, you know? So, and, you know, and, uh, you know, this is great, you know, clean and jerks are a great powerlifting routine. And I've been doing them since I was like 15 and I have really good form. I know what I'm doing, but out of nowhere, this woman just like in the middle of my fucking set, she like comes up to me and I'm like, yes, I'm like, I got my headphones on blaring music. And she comes up to me and like tasks me on the corner. She's like, can you keep it down? And I'm like looking around and there's like three, four people working out like close to me. She came out of nowhere. Like she came from like the hallway. She wasn't even in the gym and working out herself. It's like, I don't know who the hell this woman was. So she just comes up to me, interrupts me in my workout when I'm trying to bust my ass. And fuck? she's like, she's like, can you keep it down? You're being too loud. And I'm like, ma'am, I've been, I don't understand that nobody else here is complaining. You came from all the way across the gym and you're going to come up to me and like harass me. And I'm like, I'm like, what's like, I'm like, I'm like, who are you? And she's like, what do you mean? Who am I? What does that matter? And I'm like, ma'am, I mean, you can't just come. I'm a paying member here. You can't just come up to me and like harass me during my workout. So then I was like, you know what? Why don't you go to Planet Fitness? And then she got pissed. And then she like looked at me with big eyes. She walked away and she started cursing at me in some language. It was German or Russian or something. <laughs> so she then like you, she was hitting on you, but she doesn't know what to do. Maybe, probably. maybe. <laughs> so then she leaves, right? She goes back in the hallway. I don't know if she worked there. Maybe she worked in the back office. So then I went, I'm oh, like, yeah. you know what? This is bullshit. So I went up to the front desk and I'm like, can I talk to the GM, please? Guy think the general manager. So I talked to the general manager and I'm like, dude, when I signed up to work out here. Okay, you said we could do clean and jerks. You said we could do deadlifts. You said it was no problem. You said you could drop that shit as long as it was on the mat. And you're using rubber rights. You said drop that shit. So he's like, okay, hold on. So he goes to the back, and I guess he talked to her. I guess she worked there or something. Maybe she was like working the back office or something. So he comes back a five minutes later, and he's like, he's like, man, he's like, look, I mean, you, you can't slam the weight like that. He's like, it can, it can ricochet and hit the mirror, blah blah. blah. I'm like, dude. 
That's not what happened. I'm like, I brought it here and then I got the weight down. It was under control. It wasn't like I brought the weight from above my head and just slammed it on the ground where, where it bounced, you know, near the mirror. And he's like, okay, okay. We don't want any trouble. And I was like, all right, good. I'm like, I'm like, so I'm good. I, I, so I showed him my lift and I'm like, I'm good if I do this. Right. He's like, yeah, you're good. I'm like, okay. So that was it. And then later I saw the lady like on the front desk, like behind the front desk. I went up to her. I'm like, ma'am, I apologize, blah, blah, blah. And she just like, didn't even like apologize back. So, so at the so end of the day, people, yeah. people, you know, at the end of the day, yeah. people, you know. So you just reminded me. Yeah. So you just reminded me, right? So yeah, one. Yeah. I, I'd had I'd had equipment made and in order to have equipment made, you like the cables and stuff. You got to know what kind of cable you need and how strong it is. And I had a small piece of equipment made for a buddy and it was for a company that makes like the um, counterweights and things, theaters, you know, for curtains and props and stuff. And the whole time the guy was putting his thing together for me with the cables and the clips and, and, and whatever else, he's explaining the whole thing to me. So I had that information. And in Gloucester, when I lived and worked in Gloucester with my business, I was using a gym there called, doesn't exist anymore, so I can say their name, Gymnation. And Carol Callahan, she's actually a Facebook buddy of mine now, she was on like the gym committee. So if anything new come into the gym or they wanted funding or whatever else, she was probably one of the people that was actually going to all these meetings to get stuff sorted out. And she also worked on the desk. So Carolyn's kind of cool. But she, Carol, Carol was kind of cool, but she didn't, she had no knowledge about these things. And I was, I've been, admittedly, I had got into this whole habit of pinning weights to the stack. I do this in my home gym here because I know what the cables and, and the clips are all about. And I think I had 55 kilograms pinned to the stack, which is, it was a hundred pound stack. And I've got another 110 pounds. It's a double ratio pulley, guys, for those of you who know. It means there's more than one pulley wheel. So you, when you pull it like a foot, it moves two feet and all this kind of vape. So that means I'm only pulling, I think I was doing press downs. So on paper, I was doing 210 pounds. But in reality, I'm doing about 140 pounds on press downs. And there's a camera in the gym. And she's only just for the reception, literally just a few feet away. And she sees me with all these weights and she's never seen it before. And she kind of freaks out, like the same with this lady. And again, Carol's really cool, but it's probably our first like proper conversation or something. So she comes in and, what are you doing? What are you doing? She says, excuse me. I said, you can't do that. You'll break the machine. Says, no, I won't. Yeah, you will. Look how much weight you've got. You can't put like 55 kilograms or whatever the hell it is onto that machine. You're, you're going to break the cable. I said, no, I'm not. Cable's like five mil wire rope. It's got 267 kilogram, which is like, nearly 600 pounds or something breaking strain i've only got like you know 210 pounds on it i said it costs like seven quid to replace if i break it right now first off i hurt myself so that's me and secondly i will pay you for the cable so she goes obviously muttering or whatever at the gym and i carry on doing my set bitch give me fucking shit whatever so i get another couple of reps and then obviously i calm down and i come out and she's cool and I literally went on a computer for it and I said, look, you know, this is calculator online where you can do this stuff and you can see these things. The wheel can take 500 kilograms. The cable can take 267 kilograms, like five, 600 pounds. It's all this. I knew this stuff. The woman that has worked there and was doing the committee thing and was involved in the funding of this community gym didn't know these things. And maybe, you know, why would you expect it to? And not only that, the person I'm really risking is myself. And maybe oh, if I did fuck the machine and I didn't give a shit, I'm kind of fucking things up for gym members because I've broken the machine. But again, it was seven. it's just one of those weird-ass conversations that I never expected to have to have because to me it was kind of normal behaviour. And she's never seen some crazy idiot 
with 55 kilograms pinned on the stack. So it's one of those, like you said, with the backroom girl. Carol, Carol is actually a bit more hands-on. But again, she's thinking about how much it's going to cost to fix the machine if I break it and all that kind of stuff. And the worst that would have happened is that the cable might have frayed and split and I'd have got a busted nose from hitting the handle into my chin or my nose or something stupid like that. So really, I'm risking myself the most or in my tricycle or whatever else. And I'm happy to spend, at the time, £7 on eBay to replace the cable. But we had to have that conversation. And it's it's like you're doing there, Steve. You're getting interrupted in the middle of a workout. What the hell? I'm fine. This is perfectly safe. I'm not going to break it. I'm not going to hit it with a hammer. It's just like, guys, there are some gyms have rules, and we understand it, you know. But I knew what I was I, – I, I've owned – had my stuff made. I've got that kind of equipment here at the house, Steve. I know, for example, if you – you have those cables that are incredibly strong. It's aircraft-type cable that pull like levers and stuff on aeroplanes and aerolons and things. That's what it is. They have a brake strain of 1,500 pounds. The only reason gym cables break is because they get wear and tear going over the pulley wheel. I know I'm training like 20, 30 years at that point in my life, 40-something years now. So I've got so much experience with those things. But the person you're talking to is new. The person you were speaking to has probably been in the back office, never never comes on the gym floor, and they see you doing what they think is like, what the fuck is he doing? He's doing some fucked up random crazy shit. And you know that you're perfectly safe. I know I'm perfectly safe. Or I'll fix it myself. I will pay for it to fix. I will get you the cable on eBay, and I'll put it on the machine myself. I know that it needs a certain number of clips, roughly 50 kilos, and you've got two clips on there already, you're fine. But she doesn't know that, and your woman doesn't know what the hell you're doing. So... It's one of those, <laughs> I don't want to argue with a gym owner or gym members of staff. I want to be cool. But there we are. And as far as they're concerned, we're the crazy yeah. person. But they, they don't see yeah. it. So I got one more quick, I got a couple of quick ones that interruption. Uh, one time I was on a cruise working out. There's literally nobody that takes a cruise that is going to spend time working out. It's very rare. But I was there and I was working out, made in my own business. I was literally the only one in the cruise gym. And some British guy, I don't know, he had a British accent. He comes up to me, he's like, with his with his fancy British accent, and he's like, ah. no offense, mobster, but he comes up, he's like, <laughs> he's like, what are you doing? Why, why are you why aren't you wearing your clothes? He's like, why aren't you wearing shoes in the gym? That's the, accent. That's the worst accent ever, Steve. <laughs> That's the worst accent ever. And he comes up to me and he's like, he's like, he's like, why, what, why are you wearing sandals in here? He's like, you need to wear shoes. I'm like, sir, there's like nobody working out. Like, what do you give a shit? Like, what I'm wearing? He's like, well, a, a weight could fall on your foot. And I'm like, dude, like this guy doesn't even look like he works out. I don't even know. Like, I, I had that happen. It's like, dude, <laughs> like twice. There's nobody in the gym. Like, what do you give a fuck if I'm wearing sandals or I'm wearing sneakers? Like, it's a fucking cruise gym here. Like, leave me the fuck alone, bro. Like, when I work out from home, I work out barefoot. Like, so because I'm wearing sandals, like, dude, leave me on your own fucking business. Another time, another quick one. I was working out and I was doing, I was doing squats, like really, really heavy squats, like three, four plate squats. And um, you know, I was I had basically I was doing box squats, so I had the bench behind me. So I brung the bench and I brung it and I and I put it. I had my headphones in and maybe, you know, when I put the bench down, this was the guy, like, I don't know, maybe he, he got triggered by that. I don't know. But he comes up to me and I just taps on his shoulder. He's like, dude, can you keep it down a little bit? I'm like, dude, what? I'm like, what, what's the problem here? He's like, he's like, you're being loud. Can you please keep it down? I'm like, dude, like I'm squatting three, four plates. And I brought like, how is that being loud? Like, uh, it's just like, it's mind boggling how people, 
they just want it's kind of funny how they like interrupt it's, you. And this guy, he's one of these guys who wears a belt and he's got gloves yeah. on and he's like doing like 85 pound squats next to me. Yeah. That's and he's what like, it is. yeah. And it's like, dude, like mind your own fucking business. I'm not bothering yeah. you. Don't mind me. So we got, we got into a little verbal spat. And then at the end, I was like, bro, I apologize if I offended you, blah, blah. I went to shake his hand and he wouldn't shake my hand. So I was right. like, I was like, whatever. So then this guy from that worked in the gym came by. And I'm telling him, I'm like, dude, like this, I'm like, I'm like, I don't have any issues, man. I'm minding my business. I come here all the time. And this guy is like, you know, tell him, you know, tell me I'm being loud or not. I don't see anyone else complaining. I don't know what the what the problem is. And the guy's like, oh man, he's like, we don't want any problems. So then the, the the this guy, he came, he's like, he grabs the bench and he like goes around in a circle and he like drops it. He like slams it down. He's like, that's what you did. I'm like, dude, that's not what I did. Check the fucking cameras. So, dude, it's just one of these fucking people. I think it's your right monster. They're like intimidated, you yes, know. Yes, that's what. And, yeah, and they're like it's offended. You're, you know? you're, you're, you're a gorilla yeah. to him. He's a chimpanzee. Yeah. And he's just fucking, me, he's mind man. your own fucking business, you know, yeah. and and with, with this type of things. But so, really, I'll do another funny one, and then monster, you can do yeah, one I've more. Got, I've got one more before before yeah. we finish this. So, okay, this is way back in the day. I used to have a little gym power rack. I think still got the power rack now in the house. And uh, it's the same power rack I've got here in my home gym. And you see my home gym, it's on another level now. But back in the day, power rack, bench, dipping frame. I think I had a pull-down machine or something then. Anyway, the woman I was living with, Sue, her son, whose name I can't remember, it's a long ass time ago, he wants to train. And obviously, it's kind of cool. The, the the son wants to train with, you know, this the boyfriend is impressed by what I can do. I'm making a name for myself in the whole Iron Game way back in the day, Steve. So, you know, he knows what he's doing, and he says, you can show him how to lift the weights and all the rest. He says, yeah, fine, no problem. And it's nice. You get your hook up with this woman. You're living with this woman, so you're having a cool kind of relationship with the boy. Fine, it's lovely. No problem whatsoever. And he was, I think he was already like a dad with a kid and stuff, so he'd have been in his early 20s or something. And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I was 40-ish at the time. So it's great. So, and we've seen this a couple of times, Steve. It's one of those, like, what the hell? So we're bench pressing, and I think I just finished my bench press. And I'm going to say I was doing 110 kilos, 240-something pounds on the bench press. So it's like two – I was using a normal bar, not an Olympic bar, and then 220s and a, and a 10 on each side. I'm going to say it's um, 109 kilos, maybe 235, 240-ish. He, I said, oh, we need to take all the weights off for you, or we'll take it down some weight or whatever else. I think we'd finish benching. So we're taking – he takes all the weights off one side when I've got my back turned. Well, you know what's going to happen, Steve? The bar just flips up. How it's not hit me in the head or smashed into my arm or my shoulder or something, I don't know. But it's one of those bars with the screw ends, you know, with the screw locks that go on, not normal, just slide them on, slide them off. This You have to spin the, the collar around until it, with the little rubber thing stitches up against the weights. And it's gone into the floorboards, and we're upstairs. So the girlfriend's so sitting downstairs, and it sounds like God's just decided to have an earthquake, right? And she's right, I mean right underneath this bar, underneath where the impact is, sitting on the sofa. I run downstairs to make sure that the ceiling hasn't caved in. And she's like, what the fuck? Crowed crazy, as you imagine. It goes the bar, she said, the weights have come off, it's gone in the floor. What the fuck? So there's no cracks in the ceiling, you're okay, right back upstairs. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The problem is, Steve, it's just it's only made or punched a hole in the floorboards the same size as the end of the bar. But worse, 
and this is kind of the funny bit, it screwed itself into the floor. It's not hit the pa ceiling panels. It's not gone through the beams and nothing like that. But I've got this 50-something kilo, 110 pound plus the bar, so 120, 130 pound thing, and it's screwed into the floor. And I have to unscrew it at the same time as I'm trying to lift it out the floor. It had made a perfect circle hole in the carpet. How it hadn't gone through the ceiling, how plaster hadn't come off the ceiling, or plaster the ceiling panels had come off or whatever, God only knows. And please, God, it had literally only broke this one small piece of wood, but it could have been so much worse. I could have been injured. The floor could have broke, broke up. The, I would have had to replace floorboards. All that kind of fucked up. What the hell, Jesus Christ, what's going on kind of stuff. It's funny now, but it was like super what the hell serious at the time until we realised it wasn't as bad as we thought it was. But yeah, guys, I mean, we could do more. There's not a man alive that's listening to this podcast that hasn't had their split, their short split or whatever of, and with your asshole and your balls and stuff hanging out or whatever because your legs have got bigger or you're doing deep squats. There's so many. On the comments, guys, post up your stories for the other listeners to share. Let us know what's going on. Give us some more stories. Tell us on the forums, and we'll do another of these funny and crazy and shocking uh, gym stories for you if you let us know what you've been up to, guys. Please note, we are not doctors and opinions are ours. Is our view and based on our experience and views on the topic, a podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment applies.